The Bass Parlor Podcast is brought to you by the Bass Parlor app. The Bass Parlor app is an app that connects music talent throughout the country. So whether you're an artist, instrumentalist, producer, or audio engineer, find other talent that you need to work with to complete your music project. The Bass Parlor app is available on the App Store and in Google Play. The Bass Parlor app. Combine your creativity. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bass Parlor Podcast. Today, our special guest is a singer-songwriter out the Atlanta area, Miss Joy Conaway. What's up, Joy? Hey, y'all. Hey, how are you? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited. <laughs> Let's absolutely, talk. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a couple of years since we talked last. I know you've been some, uh, been doing some things, had some things in the work since then. Um, starting out, like, let us know what 2021 has in store for you. What you got? What you got cooking? 2021 definitely has new music. Um, definitely has some visuals, definitely has some artistry stuff that I'm able to like actually have some content, uh, visual content for you guys. So I'm really excited about that. Um, actually the, the tail end of last year, 2020 into this year, I joined a music collective, um, music label, if you will, indie label, um, named Teakwood. And so it's uh, me, Desi Reigns, who's an amazing singer-songwriter, um, and Chance the Rapper. <laughs> I call him Chance the Rapper, but his name is Chance. Uh, he's an amazing rapper, uh, artist. And um, it's just the three of us. We're just doing music. Um, we have some music together, and then we're just doing our own thing, you know, just uh, with our own artistry, uh, releasing projects and singles. So I'm excited about it. We have a few things cooking. Okay, now that's really tight. Do so y'all coming out the EP together, or do y'all just kind of vibe and see, you know, wherever songs take you? I feel like we we haven't been working on an EP yet, mm-hmm. but um, like uh, Chance, he had a song where he was rapping, so I added like vocals, BGVs, like you know, things like that. I think we're still getting a feel for one another musically, so just um, kind of working through the nuances of working with somebody new, but it's exciting and and the same. Uh, breath because it's different music, it's different artists, it's um, I guess a different pool of people as well that you know that I'll be singing to, right? Right, and that's uh, I mean, that's always good to get a different vibe from different people, you know? Yeah, 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 brings different. So, I know some different things bring different pe- things out of your personality, brings different things out of your music, and things like that. So, it's really good the interaction with different kinds of spirits and different kinds of energy, you know. Yeah, no, it definitely is. It makes me dig deeper and it and just, I don't know, do things differently because you don't want to do the same thing for, you know, your song that you would do for a rap song that you would do for maybe a spoken word. So it's just like, uh, I guess, working through different avenues and channels and music. It's fun. It's fun. It's really fun. And, I, and then they're both amazing artists as well. Right, right. Tight, tight. So bring us all the way back to the beginning. What got you started with singing, with, song, with songwriting? Uh, what started with that with that path? I guess initially, I just grew up in a musical family, you know, like my background is church. Um, my mom is a singer, songwriter, my dad as well. They, um, they're more on like the gospel. I just, like I said, I grew up in the black church. So right. Kurt Franklin type vibes, Fred Hammond, you know, the, the greats, the BB and CC Winans. And so I've just always been kind of in that world of music, um, I would say in high school, I went to an arts high school and that's where I really kind of developed more my singing voice, learning different genres of music. And I was in a, a woman's choir, a pro arte. 
And uh, from there, I really wasn't sure that I was going to do artistry, honestly, until college. And I don't know. I think college is like one of those times in everybody's life where they're trying new things. They're right. trying to see what's going to work, what's going to stick. So I would do open mics. I would, you know, do backgrounds for certain shows. Uh, some stuff I liked, some artists I liked singing for, some artists I didn't. Um, it just, I was just figuring out, again, the nuances of artistry and music. And I really started taking it seriously, I would say, when I started working on my first project. Okay. And, which, sounds, which sounds funny, but I guess for me, I needed something solid to work on to take it serious. And it's like when you know you have a gift, but it's like if you're not investing it into something, it's just like, oh, that's nice. But when I had that that first project, that first EP, it was like, okay, this is like art that I can present to the world. This is something meaningful. We can go with this. So that's really where it all started just as a kid and just kind of gradually finding my wave. Okay. I mean, is that in Atlanta? Was it here in Atlanta? Yeah, that was here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. okay. My first uh, EP, A Tale of Joy and Sorrow, that was produced by the Gigabots okay. and um, Doug Watley and Prime, um, amazing engineers, songwriters, instrumentalists, everything. So that first project that was done here in Atlanta. Okay, okay. So how did you connect with them? So when you decide, you know, you're in college or out of college at that point, freshly out of college, you decide to do the EP. How did you connect with the producer, you know, audio engineer to, to work with? You know, it was one of those things where social media was like my biggest help because I actually didn't know Doug personally initially, but um, I, I saw like stuff on Facebook and just, you know, different things on social media. So you kind of know of like a person. So when he first contacted me, uh, we started doing writing sessions together, music sessions together. So just over time, we just developed like a friendship, a music friendship, if you will. And we just would work together with stuff. But um, Crane was like Doug's really, really good friend. So I just lucked up with yeah. Crane. He was, he was in the cut. Crane right. was work. So it, uh, they were both just a real big blessing for the, for the project. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you still work with them now? You know, on some I, projects. I I haven't worked with Doug on music. Um, I did like a, a video. It was for I'm like it was for it was for the Black Lives Matter movement. We did JK. I'm not are you familiar with JK? I'm not sure if you're familiar with JK. He's an amazing singer, uh, songwriter, artist as well. He's in the Atlanta area. But JK and I, we did a song called The Lion's Awakening. Mm -hmm. And uh Doug Watley, he did that song as well. The Gigabots produced that as well. But it's been a long time. We just like did visuals for it and we released it last year, the tail end of last year, this year. But like as far as new music, we haven't worked on like new stuff. So no, we haven't worked together on, on music, but within the last year, we've done like that the visual for The Lions Awakening. Okay, okay. And uh, like, what's your what's your creative process? When I listen to your music, it's very like the lyrics are intense. It's very lyric driven, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I could tell. Like, it, it it feels to me like you write the lyrics first, and then you find a, a music the the craft around the lyrics. But was that what's your creative process? It, am I on point with that or? No, no, you're you're no, you're yeah, 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 no, you're figuring it out. You're figuring it out. Oh. <laughs> I will a lot of times I'll have my phone with me and I'll write down maybe like a line or two, maybe something that pops into my head. 
And sometimes I'll just go from there. But other times I may write like a chorus, a verse, but usually the music, does, it, it will come later. Okay. Uh, it's almost like, almost like poetry. Right. Um, and, but I, it's, it's great for me. I'm blessed. I have a built-in like producer. So my husband, he will, you know, if I, if I write something down, he might start playing something or he may have a lick and I can write words around what he already has. But for the most part, uh, I will say for the songs I've written, uh, my favorite song I've written is Lost Ones. Okay. And I wrote, I wrote the lyrics first. It, there wasn't really music there. I can't really play the piano. So... <laughs> but you said your husband does, though, right? Pardon me? But your husband does, though, right? He played, does he play? Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. So you're good. You're good, yeah. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. <laughs> You already have, you know, with you and your husband playing keys, you already have, it seems like you can already have, like, at least the framework of a song already created when you actually go create, you know, record it and everything like that. So that's, like you said, that's a blessing. That's a blessing yeah. to have. Yeah. yeah. So how is that process different, um, you know, when you first started that first EP that you did to now when you're making music now? Do you do the same? Is it the same process, same process of finding people to work with, same process of, you know, writing songs? How is that different now than it was then? It's not the same process because I'm not working with the same people, but it's still like an effective process. So right now with Teakwood, um, like I was telling you, I'm working on new music. With Teakwood, um, I'm working with a producer. His name is Brian. Brian is really dope. He is, I, I feel like I'm not really picky. If it's good, it's good, you know? And Brian is like one of those people, he's like really, really good. And he gets it. Like, I'll explain the type of sounds I want. I'll explain the type of vibe. And he can just go in and just kind of create based on that. And so uh, it's been really great working with him. But what we usually do, I'll either have a song idea or a song. We'll take it to Brian. Like, hey, go ahead, put some sauce on it. You know, <laughs> go ahead and sprinkle the stuff. Right, and right. Vocals. I'm, I get, I can be a perfectionist when it comes to vocals. So I may recut the vocals of Brian and then just in the studio, just develop like magic with the track. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's a different uh, process with the gigabots. I would just be in the set in, in the studio for hours on end. We would write songs, you know, order pizza break, write some more songs, do some references, you know, it's just like a different uh, process with different people, but the music is still, I guess being, being sung, I guess <laughs> the music is still being sung. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, that's good. And uh, lastly, let me know. Think back over the past, you know, couple years or so. Um, mm -hmm. What's a couple of lessons that you, you know, one or two lessons you've learned over the past couple of years, either either as an artist or performer? What's a couple of things that you've learned um, in that process? Um, as an artist, oh, that's a really good question. There's there's a few lessons I've learned. One of the biggest lessons I've learned is to not try to push myself into doing like trendy stuff that doesn't make sense for me. Like I'm not really one of those people. And and if it works for you, like that's great. But I'm just like not, I don't know, I'm not like a trender. So I want it to be, and, and I'm not a trender because I want it to be authentic. Like I want y'all to like my content because it's my content. And so I remember like over the years, I will start doing less and less covers. And I'm like, but I want to give people something that they're already familiar with. So it makes sense when I'm presenting myself. But sometimes you just have to show up and just trust that the art that you have is really like valid. 
and it can stand, you know, on its on itself with with itself by itself. And so that's one of the major lessons I've learned. Like, um, I'm content and I'm like at peace with my artistry. I'm not trying to do too much. If the door opens, I'm going to walk through it. But, you know, (laughs) it's difficult, but it doesn't have to be. Right, right. I'm really a person that goes with the flow. Like, if it's supposed to work, if it's supposed to happen, then it's going to happen. All this tearing down the door. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes sense. I mean, and it makes for, like, really genuine music because you're not trying to go with the times or trying to, like, sound like what's in or what what's hot right now. You're, like, you, you're giving you. Like it or not, you're giving you. So that's a good That's a good thing. That's really good advice. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm like, I guess the second thing is, the second thing that I've really learned is to listen. It's hard for me to listen sometimes. I really like to do my my own thing, Tyrone will be like, well, babe, why don't you try it like this? And 99% of the time when he gives his feedback, I'm like, oh, this does sound better or this is better. But sometimes when you're like an artist and you've done it by yourself for so long or you just kind of are in your own way of how you do things, it's hard to accept criticism or instruction, but like you also can't grow, you know? So I don't want to be a stagnant artist. So you, you have to listen to people, especially people that care about you and your artistry. Like it's important to, to be receptive and open to that. Okay, good advice. Two good pieces of advice. Uh, I appreciate uh, joining us here today. Oh, of course, Daryl. I appreciate it. I really, really do. Yeah. Let us know where else to find you on social media. Where can we find you on Instagram and everything else? Okay. Um, on Instagram, you can find me at joy underscore Conaway. Um, my website, www.joyconaway.com. Um, there are some things in the works. That's all I can say. New music, new visuals, photos, just the whole thing. Like we want to do the rollout. We want to do it right. Um, and I'm excited. I'm really excited. So that's where I am. Spotify, Joy Conaway, Pandora, all the stuff. (laughs) Just look me up. (laughs) (laughs) Again, everybody, this is uh, Joy Conaway, incredible singer songwriter out the Atlanta area. Once again, Joy, I appreciate it. Oh, of course, Daryl. I appreciate it. Have a good one.